Hello, and welcome back to Warped, the completely unnecessary Star Trek podcast, where ordinarily we provide live audio commentary tracks to Star Trek episodes. My name is Matt. Sean. I'm Jake. Aaron. Minwin. Yeah. Oh, May. <laughs> right? We can fix that later. Mr. Jake, get the fix on. Uh, we are, I say ordinarily, because we're not watching Star Trek with this week. This is part two of our season-ending movie watch-through. We are watching Dune. If you haven't listened to part one, go ahead and go back and listen to that, because otherwise you're going to miss all the like inside jokes and stuff that we came up with during the first half of this episode. (sighs) Remember all the funny bits we did last week, you guys? (laughs) Right. (laughs) I'm trying to forget. (laughs) Listen in for the bits, guys. That's what we're doing for here. It's all about the bits. Hmm. We're one hour, 10 minutes, and 53 seconds into the movie. Paul and his mother are tied up. They've been kidnapped from planet Arrakis. They're being taken away as the palace explodes behind them. Sean will punch the triangle. I'll punch the triangle in three, two, one, punch. Just to bring you up to speed, the last inside joke we made was Aaron saying that she wasn't wearing her mask correctly because her nose is exposed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is a good Sean. joke. I don't tell the joke now. They won't go back and listen to the first episode. Yeah, now you've ruined it. Yeah, yeah. yeah nah. <laughs> there was more joke. There was more joke. We elaborated. But I mean, you <laughs> like got to tease do. it. You got to give him a reason. <laughs> I love that somebody, I love that David Lynch thought, you know what would be funny? What if we just shaved a divot in the top of these yeah. people's heads? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a bold choice. I love it. Well, how would you like to be the poor actor that had to walk around with that as their hair? Yeah, you know they're just wearing they were just wearing hats the, all the time. They weren't working. Yeah. Otherwise, they get a sunburn, man. Can you imagine? Well, this guy's uh, nice and creepy. Well, he's not. This is not good. Oh. oh. He's so using the he's using the, the voice. Yeah, see, he didn't know he didn't know he could do that. We're learning that he's got the power of the of and the magic. Now, he's released the mama bear who we know. She really voice. knows how to do the voice. That's why she had the mask on. Right, cuz they knew she could do that, but they didn't know he could do it. She can't do the voice through oh. her nose. <laughs> Pretty bad drawback. I love that they say things like a poisoned blade, so you know <laughs> that it's not like as if being stabbed it wasn't bad enough. They want you to know for sure that it was also poison blade. That's an unnecessary thing to tell you. It could just be, oh, he stabbed that guy and he died. Right. Yeah, just leave it. Was the thinking that oh he where he stabbed him, he wouldn't die that fastly, so we have to go. Does anybody think that of that far ahead in these kinds of situations? Like, well, I think that's why they added it later. I uh, we know someone who who's uh oh uh, whose partner got stabbed multiple times and he's still alive. So I could see why I, I someone might put a poison blade in there. I would be like, oh, one stab wound? Come on, dude. That's nothing. Now he's got to pilot it back. I have no idea who you're talking about. But <laughs> you can tell me later, I guess. Okay. I've heard this okay, story. Sure. I, mean, yeah. I think if they could have put anything there, they could have, you know, really, you know, punched it up. It was like, oh, it's it's a <laughs> it's a it's a Sandari laser blade. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that's it looks completely like a normal metal blade. 
<laughs> That's what Star Trek would have done. They would have given it a Star Trek-y name. <laughs> you know, they would be talking about, you know, the blades of the past in Excalibur and hmm. the blade of Montrose. Oh yeah, the, the one of these things does not belong. <laughs> right, two two reels and a fake. Two reels and a fake. You guys ready for an only connect? Yeah. Yay. Uh, so we're going to do this the rest of the show, so sit back and enjoy. <laughs> Your first clue is fourth Fury 325. Oh, fourth is part of the... It's If you look in your chat, you'll see I wrote it. I'm sending them to you in the chat. So you also, people at home are just going to have to figure it out from the sound of my dulcet tones. But <laughs> the, rest of, the rest of you can read it because I posted it in the chat. Say it again. Fourth Fury 325. Uh, sounds like a code. Whoa. Is that his poison pill? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. He's the wrong person. Yeah. But he's oh, damn it! I hate when that happens. Oh, they sense it. They sense it. Uh, it's like I, when a bee—a bee has one stinger, man. You gotta. Yeah, she's you like Deanna, uh, Aaron. She can, you know, sense things from long distances. Mm. And I can appreciate that the, her hair is not like perfectly quaffed now. I, I, I like that they went with that choice to muss it up a little. Yeah. Mm. Poor Baron. He's still alive. Still crazy. Yeah, he's crazy. Yeah, I'm not getting much from that first clue. Nope. Yeah. Second clue nope. is third Superman. Fury <sighs> 3. Uh, hmm. Third Superman. Most expensive a... comic books? No. Oh, theory three two five. I don't. Mm. What's theory three two five? Is I have no idea. If you knew that, you'd know. probably be able to know the answer. <laughs> Maybe like Ready for the next. Uh, I don't know. I want to say it's like first appearances by somebody. Maybe. Fury, Nick Fury. Is it Nick Fury? Fury 325. It is not Nick Fury. I'll give you another clue. Yes. Second, Top Thrill Dragster. Oh, I know even less now. Yeah. Like Thanks roller coasters? Roller coasters? Uh, what about roller them? coasters? Uh, it is the tallest roller coasters in the United oh. States in order. <laughs> Yay! Nice. Sean Way to pull it. that off. Sean. Fury, Fury 325 is at Carowinds in North Carolina. Superman is here at Six Flags. Uh, yep. Top Thrill Dragster is at Cedar Point in Sandusky, in Ohio. Yeah. And the number one tallest roller coaster is Kingda Ka, which is at Six Flags Great Adventure in New Jersey. It's 456 Ugh. feet My God. tall. I hate roller coasters. The madness of it all. The sheer hubris. <laughs> <laughs> the hubris of it all. Mm. Oh, the humanity. Uh, I like roller coasters. I love roller coasters. I used to. I can't handle the height sometimes, but... yeah. 
Usually it's just the first climb, you know, that you really got to worry about. Yeah. After that, it's just you're moving so fast you don't care anymore. I am actually very afraid of heights. I think we've talked about this before on the show, but uh, there's something about roller coasters that it because it's I guess it's because it's a controlled environment and uh, that it doesn't uh, it doesn't freak me out the way that like standing on the edge of of a tall thing freaks you out, you know. Um, but you know, those... King Ka is one of those ones that just goes like straight up, Oof, and, right. then, and then uh, I just posted a picture so you can sort of see what it looks like. Like it just goes up that tall thing and then comes right back down again. Oh, it's Superman like Superman. That's what and Superman that's the whole does. Yeah. yeah, except Superman goes up and back on the same track. This one goes on sort of a U-shaped, like uh, a reverse. Oh, like so it's like uh, Accelerator at, at Knott's Berry Farm. Yeah, look at the picture in the chat. You'll see it. Uh, if I do that, I, you guys won't be able to watch the movie. Oh, okay. <laughs> Not that it really matters. Well, I'm able to see both at the same time. Um. So anyway, those are the tallest roller coasters in the United States. Cool. Thank you very much. It seems like I have another roller coaster question. It seems like uh, I go point. back and forth between like Cedar Point will have the biggest or Six Flags. Like, how often do they like alternate? Because it must take a while to build one, but don't they constantly have to like one up each other? Yeah, of course. It's it's a constant game of one upsmanship and who. So, can... like on average, how what does that look like? Like every five years or like what would you? Say? Well. Uh, you know, I don't recognize any of these names because I haven't been on a roller coaster in like 20 years, but like, well, I've been on the Superman ride at, at Magic Mountain. That's the one that, that's the only one I'm familiar with, but do you like that feeling that drop? Yeah, I do. (laughs) Okay. Did you go on it when it was forward or backwards? I've been on it both. I went on it when it was new at relative, you know, when it was like, The hot new when ride. When they launched you forward. Out. Yeah, when you and when they launched you forward. And you've been on um, it since they launched you backwards. Because I've only been on it since they started launching you backwards. I never went on it the first way. Back in the original days. Why yeah. did you switch? To make it because they people were getting bored of it because it all oh, does okay. is all it does is go, go up, up and then come down. back down. It's literally about thirty-five seconds the entire yeah. and mm-hmm. And for a while, it was the hot new ride, and then it got, you know, it had been around for a few years, and they were like, what can we do to jazz this up again? And they were like, well, what if we just turn the car around so that instead of going forward, you're going backward the whole time? Um, So that that was their big innovation to get people back interested in riding that ride again. Hmm. And it worked. I mean, people love that ride. Yep. They should hang them uh, upside down now from their just like their legs. Like a bat. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like a bat hang. Yeah. That'd be weird. Do y'all remember Free Fall when it was at Six Flags? No. No. I've never been to Six Flags. Where they would just, they actually would just drop you and you'd free fall for like three seconds. I don't think I'd like that. (laughs) You could do, you could do it. I like a good Thunder Mountain. Sure. (laughs) I don't need to have the crap scared out of me. At the time I went to the biggest one in the world, it was at Cedar Point called Magnum. I wonder how it stacks up because that was like Mm. in the 90s. 
compared to the my, discos. My, fa- my favorite is like Pirates of the Caribbean. The that's more, the level of roller coaster. Yeah, man, that's like super awesome. You're like, oh, a little like dip. Oh, just the drop yeah. into the water. Yeah, yeah, and then you get oh, like, you're a oh, real thrill seeker, aren't you? Yeah, <laughs> I like, I like the more immersive. If stuff. you can't handle the roller coasters at Disneyland, <laughs> then there's no. I mean, those go to Six Flags. Min's right. I mean, those dark rides are awesome. Oh, like Pirates yeah. of the Caribbean is awesome. I love Pirates of the Caribbean. I love dark rides. Like, I, I I'm not saying that. I don't. I'm just saying that, as roller coasters go, Disneyland's pretty tame. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're thinking that the most excitement in motion is Pirates of the Caribbean, mm. you probably yeah. have no real desire to go on any of the roller coasters at Six Flags. Yeah. Mm-mm. <laughs> yeah. Like people if will go occasionally. On the Six Flags. Men and I can go on the Candy Ice Ride. That's why you guys. Yeah, go. They have those? I thought it was only rough. No, they have, they have a whole kids area. I mean, there's a there's a kitty ride section where you can go on like the the horses or whatever. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. And there's some like you know, there's a there's a Justice League dark ride where you sort of shoot targets and stuff, score points by uh, like that. It's in three. Yeah, like a we can just walk around and get a soft pretzel, man. You gotta get the uh, funnel cake. Oh yeah, sounds good like to me. The thing that the thing is that Magic Mountain kind of sucks if you're not into roller coasters because yeah. what they're really known for is the roller coasters. Like, there's no ambiance or anything no. like fun no. at Magic yeah. Mountain. Yeah, my favorite no. part of Magic Mountain is when like, they try to do ambiance. It cracks me up because they just do such a half-hearted job at it. Yeah, <laughs> like at the Batman ride, there's a yeah, point the where Batman there's just like a so jumped out bad. car. And yeah. like some bar that's just there that you just know they just had left over from the construction, and they're just like, ah, leave it there. It'll be like uh, Gotham City. Yeah. I think they use the word ambiance. It'll be ambiance. Yeah. <laughs> Not everyone has Mickey money, all right? They're doing their best. Uh, I heard they got rid of the annual pass. What is that? Implications does that have for anybody here? me no. yeah i haven't I, I used to have an annual pass but, oh. uh, they've gotten so expensive i, have, I haven't had one it. in years yeah it would Although for... the, the year that i did have one stan and i got them and one year and we took advantage yeah we went like i think 14 times that year oh my gosh. Sure. it doesn't take many times to where you're paying you know you're making sure money, yeah once yeah. that's pretty did you ever get tired of it no because the good thing about it is the good thing about a pass is if you get tired, you can just leave. You yeah, don't, you don't, you don't feel get, like you have to finish. The there's game. no obligation to like mm. do everything while you're there. Yeah. So we would just go and just go in the morning and just do like two or three rides and then be that like, okay, good. time to go home. You know, yeah. so it's like, yeah. it was just a very low stress way to like sort of kill a Sunday if you didn't have anything else oh. to do. You know what I mean? Me and Catherine, when we were just dating, we would we had passes and we would just go like Friday night just to go on date night. Yeah. Hmm. Spend a couple hours, go on a ride. There's an excellent bar inside California Adventure. Yeah. We, would, yep. we would go there and hang out and have a couple cocktails and then go on a ride and you know yep. it was very chill. You Once have you have two kids, it becomes priced out of our range anyways. Yeah. I've never gone with the kids. The kids have gone with dad, but I haven't. I've managed to. Um... 
avoid. <laughs> well, one Your time first... I worked down there, but I had access to like a semi-discounted ticket, so then they went while I worked, and then, yeah. Your but... first clue. Yeah. Is Mary the mutant? That's a clue. Oh my god. <laughs> this, this game is constantly surprising to me. Really? They want to be. Mary the mutant. You're yeah. one of the best at cracking the codes. Mary like a woman's name, not like mm -hmm. to get right. married. To get married. Uh, Mary the mutant. Okay. No, I got nothing. Second mm -hmm. clue is Krusty the clown. Mary the mutant. Voiced by oh, no, Dan Castellaneta. Nope. Alliterative name? <laughs> no. Your third clue is They're... Chandler Bing. Oh. Jewish TV characters? No. I don't think Chandler's <laughs> Jewish. Mary the Mutant. <laughs> Neurotic. Um, did... um, nope. <laughs> it's like... Your fourth clue is Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> that doesn't help either. Wow. <gasps> Mark Wahlberg. They were... Would it help that if I told you that Mary the Mutant is from Total Recall? Uh, 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 sure. <laughs> <laughs> they had musical careers? No. <laughs> Chandler Bing. <laughs> we all remember his great musical career. Mary the Mutant is a very specific character in Total oh, Recall. Oh, he's with three something. He's got three nipples. She has. They all have three nipples. They all have three nipples. That's <laughs> what? The, that's correct. <laughs> I guess I should have known that. I've been known really? to. Well, all details related to Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> I didn't know Mark Wahlberg had three nipples. Mary the Mutant is the yeah. three bested prostitute yeah, sure. who we talked who we've talked about yes. on the show. Yep. Uh, we didn't call her by name. She was she her. was they all... she was a guest character on Next Generation. We talked yeah. about her then a few weeks ago. Um <laughs> And and I didn't know that about Krusty uh, yes. or Sam. I did sort of remember that Mark Wahlberg has a third nipple, but uh, Krusty. They talk about Krusty's superfluous third nipple in one of the early the, the episode where Krusty goes one. to jail. <laughs> they talk about it, and then yeah, they were Chandler gets revealed in an episode when they're all telling. Uh, secrets about each other. Yeah, they call that There's Big Ed Hurley. Yep, it's Big Ed Hurley. Mm -hmm. Sean Young. And there's a very young Sean Young. <laughs> this is actually Blade Runner Sean is 82. Young Young. So this, say, this is post Blade Runner. This is after Blade Runner. But she looks really young in this movie. Oh, Paul Watts. So he's they... got a new How's name. Sean Young doing these days? <laughs> well, she was in Ace Ventura Pet Detective. <laughs> She kind of. Well, I don't see me. Had her crazy means... moment where she showed up on the Warner Brothers lot dressed as Catwoman, trying to. I don't think when. To... I don't think when she said, "I wonder how she's doing these days," she didn't mean twenty five years ago <laughs> <laughs> when she was, was in Ace Ventura. Another Ventura movie. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Has she done anything more recently than that? Is what probably I think. Uh, uh, yeah, well, that was the most recent thing I could think of. <laughs> 
yes, she she famously showed up. She wanted the part as she wanted Michelle Pfeiffer's part in Batman, uh, and she Good. showed up on the lot dressed as Catwoman in an homemade Catwoman suit. Yeah, to try and get Tim Burton to um, pay attention to her and give her the the part, but it didn't work, sadly. And that sort of well, derailed her that? career. That's still like and that was still in the early I think it goes downhill from there, you guys. Look up. Somebody should correction. No, it is. That that was the people thought she got a crazy. Well, I mean, because what she did was kind of crazy, but yeah, they that the Hollywood turned on her at that point. Yeah. I think it gets weirder. I remember reading an article at some point. Oh. Reading an article. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Doing some yeah. doing some quick googling. <laughs> yeah, I just uh, remember it sounded like Doctor Jekyll and Ms. Hyde. We all remember that one, right? Mm, no, that was twenty five years ago. Let's see, what is she doing now? What the hell is going on? Okay. Do, yeah, we need, guy, do we need some movie They're doing what we said we should do with the ride. They're hanging upside down like a bat. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's so bizarre. Hanging a cow upside down. I mean, um, say what you will about him. This guy can eat. Yeah. <laughs> Whee! Yeah, and he likes to fly around on his little flyer, too. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just picturing Cecil Neighbor just being like, oh man. <laughs> <laughs> they did not like this movie. <laughs> All right, fourth, next clue. That was it. You got that it. Was it. it was yeah. Oh, no, I know. What's the next another, one? Oh, you want another connect. one? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Sorry, you don't want to watch this disgusting <laughs> happening on your screen? I'm, I'm bummed I didn't get the third nipple one. That would have been a good one for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm glad I learned that Mary the Mutant is the character's name. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that she had a name either. That was a revelation. Yeah, that was great. a bit of a revelation to me as well. Uh, name. Your first clue. Before we move on, let's all appreciate this for a moment. Come on. That let's is quite the cod piece he's wearing there. <laughs> in his blue bikini bottoms. Uh, and you know why they hired him for the bride. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when you think about it, Sting was probably the most famous person in this movie at probably. the time. Like, sure. Kyle McLaughlin wasn't a movie star, you know. He Everybody else is just character actors. Everybody else is a bunch of character actors. Maybe Sean Young because of Blade Runner, but Sean Young I'm sure Blade Sting would have been more famous. Yeah. I, Sting was a rock star. Like, yep. <laughs> I guess he can't change his name and pretend like it's not him. Yeah, he didn't call himself Paul whatever or whatever his real name is. He has a real name? Gordon. Yeah. It's Gordon is his first name. It's I Gordon. Guess. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. I can't remember his last name. I mean, Sting is. I always, good I always choice. remember. Good choice, Sting. There was an interview once where somebody <laughs> called him Gordon, like one of the. It was like a, like a press conference, 
Uh-huh. One of the reporters called him Gordon. He's like, not even my mom calls me Gordon. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I would you think that. his mom calls him Sting? That's what he said. That's what he said in the interview. I'm not sure if I believe that. Well, well you're, you're doubting the person who says he used to have tantric sex for four hours at a time? That I believe. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. Sure. Does anybody want to know what's going on in the movie? Oh, uh, sure. <laughs> that was unconvincing, honestly. Yeah. It's gross. She's drinking out it's of okay a bottle. It's okay to say no. And I mean, it's okay to I'm say no. I'm curious because literally, like, it's not stilted anymore. It got fluid. So, I, like, I'm watching the movie, but it still doesn't make any sense to me this movie. <laughs> You're with well, Siskel and Ebert on this. It's hard because so much of it is in voiceover. Like, yeah, I don't know when they're like, oh, now it's just narrating. I guess I never noticed before that that's... 90% oh. of this movie is is narrated over yeah. voiceover. So yeah. she's she's going through this ritual where she's drinking this thing called the water of life. And it's very um, like it can kill you drinking the water of life. I forget why she's doing it, but it's some sort of ritual that she has to go through. (laughs) Sorry. I love that guy's floaty thing. Like that's cool. And that's what happened to the pug. They turned it into a hairless cat. No. (laughs) Getting ready for hours. Like, in case you didn't know they were bad, let's show them torturing a cat. Yeah. <laughs> so not my cat. Oh, is that his cat? I don't know. Maybe. Uh, they've already bonded. <clears throat> it's one of those one creepy moment. hairless cats, so I'm feeling hard to care about what happens to it. Yeah. <laughs> it's totally hairless. They're animals, too. All yeah, cats no, are beautiful. I don't like Arrow. Nah, that's I. Dim- I have to disagree with you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like the look of a hairless cat. It creeps me out. Uh, well, it's got a rat next. They're gonna oh. merge the two and turn it into a rat cat. Uh huh. I don't think th- I don't think this one had a ASPCA sign off. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're gonna tape a rat to the yeah, back of a like cat. Yeah, taping animals together. Yeah. yeah. The American yeah. Humane Society verifies that they were nowhere near the production of this movie. Yeah, yeah. they don't have the little credit at the end. <laughs> wow. Fade to black on oh, that. So I have a dumb question, maybe. How do they film the dunes? Are they just little dunes? Or do they go somewhere where there's dunes? I think they well, they filmed most of the movie in Mexico. I know that, but Mexico well, there doesn't dunes have dunes like that. Like in that. Mexico? I don't yeah. think so. I think Not they must really. have gone. I'm sure they probably went somewhere to so film like Egypt and filmed. Yeah, it Mor- okay. where are they? Morocco or whatever. Okay. Really? That's a lot uh, of expense. Like a lot of work. This was a very expensive movie. That's true. Yeah. What what do you think happened with the sets afterwards? I feel like someone would have wanted to keep them around. I mean, they're pretty impressive sets, but mm-hmm. I don't know the answer to that. Uh, hmm. They probably just tore them down, you know? That's so sad. Yeah. Many of the exterior shots were filmed in the Samalayuca dune fields in Ciudad Juarez, Chihuahua. Well, really? I didn't know there were dunes like that in Mexico. <laughs> yeah. 
Jake oh. with the knowledge. Yeah. Wait, drop it. Well, Live I mean, I... correction corners. I like it. <laughs> and the new one is being filmed in Budapest and Jordan. Budapest. Mm. Or was filmed, I should mm-hmm. say. Mm-hmm. So he's going to lead a revolution. These people that he's talking to, Aaron, are the natives of this of this planet. So remember I told you this whole movie is kind of about like colonization and and you know imperialism. So these are the native the native Arakans of this planet and they live out in the dunes and he has now sort of become their leader and he's telling them that they need to rise up and fight to overthrow the evil government that's oppressing them. And he's going to teach them how to fight, and they're going to and they're going to learn how to ride worms. <laughs> and they're going to learn the wording way, right? And kick obelisks. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's making a point here that this guy can't break it, but he knows how. Kyle McLaughlin knows how because he has superpowers. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's an idea. <laughs> Well, you'll see. You'll see. Kamagok is going to be like, I can do it like this. And they're all going to be like, ooh. <laughs> Use the fancy space future gun. So has anyone had to poop in their suit yet? <laughs> they're all Not doing it. They're just doing it right now. Oh. When they're looking off into the distance, but there's no voiceover. <laughs> yeah. That's what they're doing. Looking off into the distance. Check this out. Oh, damn. Yeah, he can do it with his magic gun. It's not not magic. He's got the voice power. But doesn't it, the the weapon's powered by his voice, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, but but anybody can do it. it. It doesn't have to be him. They talk oh into that God. microphone and it turns it into like sonic rays or whatever, and it, they use it as a weapon. Sounds pretty messed up what they can do with it. Look at those two little kids in the front who are like, I know. I'm like, what's up? <laughs> Ow, I don't get it. Their hair was <laughs> sloopy. <laughs> So Kyle is teaching them all how to become an army, basically, Mm -hmm. so that they can rise up against their oppressors. They all have that. (laughs) They all have a nice rugged look. If you call his name and you shoot it, it's even more powerful. Mm. Jeez. So, In order uh, to lead them, I must conquer the worm. uh, This is a lot (laughs) like Mexico. (laughs) (laughs) sorry i just got that (laughs) i don't think i've ever actually eaten the worm yet at the bottom of a bottle i can honestly say i've never drank a bottle of tequila that had a worm at the bottom i think the tequila is still the point (laughs) i hear that worm is got some juiciness have you read the snake the snake wine or whatever Oof, no. I've had some of that. 
was it got snake venom in it or snake? It's got a snake in it. Oh, it actually has a snake. Yeah, it's a tiny one. Thing, I think. Mm. Anyway, I was at a party once where people were eating the snake. Ooh. Did you eat the snake? Did you have a bite? I don't know. I was around the snake. I can't remember. I, I feel like if I'd eaten the snake, I would remember something like that. I think somebody did, and it was pretty nasty. Aaron's a snakeitarian. Mm-hmm. That's the only meat she eats. Wow. That's... We had snake once at Don's American Barbecue. Sure. Way to Palm Springs. Oh, uh, they have barbecued snake? They had all kinds of. They're all gamut. It would were. be chewy. It's, it's very like, gamey. It's yeah. It's fine. It's like nothing special. Their whole gimmick <laughs> at that place was that they had all kinds of exotic protein. If you've never eaten venison, oh you know, for sure, you know what snake tastes like. Interesting. I would not have expected those two to be the same. For some reason, because the snake has to be so muscular to get around, I figured it'd be chewy. Hmm. All I remember is that it's very hard Bony. to eat because it's very like they give you like the cartilage, right? And it just has like uh it's hard to get the meat off of a snake because it's so like in it's so cartilagey. It was not very it was kind of unsatisfying, you know. <laughs> it's more to say you did it, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So Paul's learning how to uh control the worms. <laughs> yeah. Oh, look at that. That's what Cisco was talking about when he said the effects look surprisingly cheap for a $45 million movie. He's talking about well, shots like that. Yeah. But it went to uh, the, the money went in different places. Like those outfits, that was not cheap. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the costumes and the sets. Parts. Yeah. The costumes mm-hmm. and the sets are amazing. But some of this, some of this process work is pretty shabby. Sure. Well, the updated movie, we'll, we'll get to see how they would do it with uh, current technology. Yeah. I mean, it's all, I, I'll show you. You can watch the trailer when we're done. Mm-hmm. It's, it looks fine. It looks like, you know, but CGI. not like amazing. No, it just looks like, you know, it oh, looks CGI. Okay. Yeah. It's like, mm-hmm. Oh, there's the worm, but you yeah. know, you know it's a CGI <laughs> worm. You know, worm, you guys. So <laughs> it's still a giant. It's so there's only so many ways to show a giant fucking worm. Oh, good. Coming up out of the dust. There's only yeah. one way to do it, really. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't get and they're to... all climbing giant worm now. Yeah. <laughs> What's your assessment of their climbing technique here, man? Yeah, man, you're a climber. Yeah. Uh, basic. It's pretty basic. Yeah. You know, but uh, it it uh, their outfits look cool, and they look cool, and they yeah. had like a real bro moment together. Like, yeah, bro, we're on this worm together. Yeah, I'm into it. This movie makes no sense. <laughs> <laughs> It it does actually. You just have to pay attention to it. Which... No thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Not even with Kyle McLaughlin and. Uh... I see like Kyle McLaughlin. I always have. Yeah. Your first. Oh. Ooh, look at that. <laughs> see now they're launching their war against the bad against the baddies. Your first clue is uh, ducks equals quack. Ducks equal quacks. Yeah, that's not very helpful because that could be anything, right? Yeah, just like the sound they make, right? Yeah. The next clue is 
fish equals blub. <laughs> that, that really goes in line with sounds that the animal makes. Yeah, if it was that easy, it wouldn't be only command. <laughs> right. Well, no, that's why I assume that's not the answer. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, I want to see. It's like how they're represented in like a comic, or I don't know. Uh, old McDonald way they say. Uh, I mean, you guys are sort of getting closer. You're you're narrowing into it. Is you're it that third? spin and learn thing? No, no. I know What's what you're saying. Was it on the Manapia? What it's called? Those yes, those are words right. that that represent sound. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Your third clue is seal equals ow ow ow. Oh, that's from where, what does the fox sing? <laughs> yeah, What does it the is. fox sing? Here's, here's uh, what, nice. listen, listen to this. Cow goes loose, frog goes close, and the elephant goes loose. Ducks and quack, quack, and fish go blow. I'm proud that I don't know that. And, uh... Oh man! I love that song. Right. That got a lot of play back in what? Yeah. <laughs> 13 or whatever. Hey, Patrick Stewart's back. Nice. Yeah, I feel like that that song was like 2014, 2015. Yeah. Your fourth clue, which would have given it away, was Fox equals ring, ding, ding. (laughs) 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 Uh, Ben, you don't remember that song? You've never heard that song? No, I do. Uh, I I was... yeah. If you were around, was like, was it was a they like Icelandic or something like that? Yeah, I think they were the from Elvis. Sweden or Icelandic. Iceland they had or a North. talk show. Did they? Yeah, that's like their main job. And then they kind of did this as a funny, uh, that was like, hit on the hit, show. and then it blew up. Funny. Yeah, it was the definition of a one hit sort of novelty. Oh, it was huge in my house. Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, that makes sense why you would get it because. uh, Oh, yeah. We listen. My kids love that song. It's probably like that song a lot. Yeah, that makes sense. It's kind of like a baby shark. Yeah, exactly. I'm glad that baby shark did not catch on the way that I would does the fox. Because the one does the fox thing, there's some actually really funny parts in that song. Yeah. <laughs> I wondered if anybody would get that before the fourth clue gave it away. <laughs> well, the seal goes. If you know the song, the seal goes. Ow, ow, yeah, ow! It's you know, so that was, I thought about it that much. Then, as when you said that, that triggered right away. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love the elephant goes toot. Oh yeah. How much time is left in the movie, Sean? Um, we got uh, 25 minutes. Oh, Plenty. <laughs> Plenty of time. So if, you, if we got to the part where you turned it off already, May, do any of this ring a bell? Oh, no. This is all. She's Post. holding laundry. She's given up. She, <laughs> she, she left a while ago. 
<laughs> We're all staring off into the distance and pooping into our seats. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's Jose Ferrer playing the uh, playing the emperor in the yes. movie. Yeah, yeah. Who's his David Lynch connection is that his son is Miguel Ferrer, right. who uh, played Agent Agent Albert on Twin Peaks yeah. a few years after this. I always wondered if that's how Miguel Ferrer got this job. Was that David knew Jose from Jose. making Dune? I'll say what you will about him. He Lynch was loyal to his his buddies. Yeah, he loved working with people that he. Well, no, no, yeah, it says a lot about him too that they all would come back to work with him. He must be fun to work with. Yeah. He seemed like a nice guy when you hear his interviews. Weird, but nice. He's a delight. Is he proposing? Is that what's happening? Yes, <laughs> and he has to. He has to do it on a worm. Yeah. That's that, that's the honeymoon. Hands tied. Geez, they're into some kinky shit. I think he's got to like ride the worm without his arms or something. What? There's a lot of rites of passage in this movie. There's a lot of various (laughs) rituals. You gotta do a lot of random weird ass shit to get along in this society. Now he's gonna drink the water that the mom drank earlier that and no human has no man has ever drank the water uh, and and survived. And survived. But he he has to do it. For reasons I can't remember right now, but <laughs> couldn't possibly matter. In the they must run. be very important. I'm sure, sure they're incredible. It's really hard to drink water when you're lying down. Like, it's to swallow. Hmm. And especially when it's like part of an ancient ritual sex act. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but he's, he's doing it. Hmm. I have one here. I found an old list of only connects that I had been keeping. And I don't know. I may have done this one before. If I have, we'll just skip it. Uh, but your first clue is presidential candidate, 92, 2000, 2004, 2008, 2012, 2016. Does that sound familiar? Does that sound like one we've done before? No. No. Okay. Presidential candidate, 92. 2000, 2004, 2008, 2012, 2016. Um, is that Carrie? Was that Nader? Is he dead already yet? <laughs> Ralph Nader? Uh, well, I don't think he's no. dead, but... Uh, candidate. Oh. Okay. Your next clue is game developer 2016. Okay. So we're talking about Oh, mama's dying. Uh, uh, a lot of blood. Game developer. Yes, they're all freaking out because he drank the water and yeah. his like Even power. His power is affecting all of the people. The water of life is really misleading. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Poorly it's named. Bad. Named uh, substance. But see, now he's gaining like all the like knowledge and power of the universe because he's having these like 
this reaction to drinking the water of life. Jeez, like or he's just I having a really good poo. <laughs> this is like a, it's both. Why can't, yeah, why not both? Yeah, you're taking a poo on the water of life. Oh boy. <laughs> Third clue, teenage fashion model, 1959. It feels like, like Times Person of the Year or some sort of thing like that. Um... Cindy Crawford. No. <laughs> 1959. <laughs> uh, teenage fashion model. Huh. Your fourth clue is aerobics instructor, 1984. Susan Summers. <laughs> Do you know how this game works? <laughs> Jane Fonda? Uh, no. Try and think of a person who would have had all of, would have been able of, to do all of those things. Yeah. <clears throat> a person? Uh, well, yes. This... Or a family? Ish. Hmm. Mm, like a... I, don't, I don't think you guys are going to get it. These are, are all, these are all jobs Barbie has had. Um. Uh. Uh. You know how they always putting out like different models of Barbie, where she's like airplane pilot Barbie. Sure. Yeah, I did race, a lot of Barbie race car back. race car driver Bobby Barbie. So she started obviously as a fashion model in the fifties, but she's also been she was there was aerobics Barbie, she there was game a, developer Barbie, and she's, she's ran for president a lot. She's ran for president many many times. <laughs> Somehow she didn't run for president in '96, but that's okay. <laughs> Took a break. Barbie jobs. Barbie wow. jobs. Uh, wouldn't have gotten that one. Yeah, I thought I you guys. I thought Barbie you guys would fans. Get well, was not thinking. This never never came to those terms in my head. Hmm. <clears throat> I figured it was all the same person or same thing. I just, I was thinking of a real person. Uh. <laughs> okay. Paul, Paul the the moment with him, like raising the fist and you know, energizing the revolution. Yeah, he's like, "Let's go, mm-hmm. motherfuckers! Mm-hmm. We're taking is, control." Then, yeah. then years later, Mel Gibson. Did the same thing and won oh. an Oscar. Yeah, well, maybe I suppose it's all in the execution. This movie did not win any Oscars, no. just in case people were wondering. Was it nominated for any? I doubt it. It may be for special effects or something like that. Yeah, yeah, not well loved, like you said. <laughs> but who was it? Siskel did not like him, like the effects. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It, they both called it ugly. They both called it ugly. It was a nominee for best sound. Oh. Mm. Did not win. Does have good sound. That's best true. Won the, won the Saturn Award for best costume. Well, they give and, that to anybody. And it was a nominee for best science fiction <laughs> film. <laughs> the Saturn Awards are like are ridiculous. They're like, <laughs> they're the they're the science fiction awards so they just give them to like whatever sci-fi thing came out there. whatever will make us keep us relevant and it was what was then called the <laughs> it's really like award. i think it's really like whatever we think we can get the person to come and accept the award <laughs> you know it won the stinker award for worst picture oh yeah 
Mm-hmm. Whatever Does the Patrick Stewart have a mullet thing going on? It's not the worst picture I've ever seen by at all. No, no not at all. It's slow moving. It's sure. at least got visual cool. You know, there's some yeah, there's some interesting stuff going on here. It's not yeah. it's not boring in an uninteresting way. It is a little bit confusing, though, at times. It's very confusing. Well, it's less confusing if you could hear what they were saying. Well, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's still pretty dense, even when you're oh, watching it normal. Like... <laughs> yeah, now just... they're like, come on, get on the worms, everybody. We're going in. Mm-hmm. Where does the worm take them? They're going to, like, storm the palace. Oh, oh okay. Because the giant worms are going to fuck shit up, you know? Oh. And a few years later, Tim Burton comes up with the idea for the end of Beetlejuice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's giant worms in that, too. Yep. And Max sure. is making his money. Make that money. No, that's not Max. Sorry. That's, uh... that's Jose those... Farrar. Yeah. Mm. Oh. Uh-oh. He killed his son. Head off. Yeah. Or nephew. I think there is nephews. See, they fucked it up. So now the emperor has shown up to uh, berate them for doing a bad job. It's very Game of Thronesy in the in space. <laughs> Your first clue is the fountain at Caesar's Palace. Hmm. The fountain at Caesar's Palace. Caesar. Tallest fountains in the world at some point. <laughs> no. Most water in an artificial. Uh, no. Uh, Caesar's Palace. Hmm. That girl playing the baby is Alicia Witt. Yes. Who was in Mr. Holland's Opus, and she was the daughter on Sybil. She's been in a bunch of stuff. She was on Twin Peaks. Oh. She's doing a great job. She's uh, supposed to be creepy, and she is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> Your next is featured at the end of uh, Ocean's movies. <laughs> no. <laughs> next clue? Uh, next clue. A crate of rattlesnakes. And what is what is buzzing? Oh, that's Someone's me. Fine. Sorry, that, that's that's our notification that the the quiz is continuing. Oh, okay. <laughs> a crate of rattlesnakes and a tethered mountain lion. A crate of rattlesnakes and a tethered. Your second clue. This is some oh. kind of like uh, uh, icon for a company. Mm, like logos or something. Yeah, like. yeah. It's, like oh. a bead of rattlesnakes. That'd be a good logo. Your next clue. MGM wasn't a mountain lion, though. Your next clue is Snake River Canyon. Is this like? I think we've done this one before. No, I don't. Mm, I don't think really? so. No, that we we did the the monuments recreated at Vegas mm-hmm, before. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Is this like Evil Knievel kind of stuff? It is oh, Evil Knievel. Oh, Aaron yes. got it. These are all things that Evil Knievel attempted to jump. Uh, the fourth <laughs> clue 
was a 90-foot-long shark tank. <laughs> All four of these failed. <laughs> hey, man. The fountain at Caesar's Palace was in, like, the early 60s, I think, and uh, he got famous for doing it, even though it didn't work. Like, he, broke, he crashed and broke a couple legs. The, the, the rattlesnakes and the mountain lion, his back wheel hit the crate of the rattlesnakes and released them, and the crowd panicked and ran away because there were loose rattlesnakes. <laughs> Best case scenario. Uh, Snake River Canyon was a was like a rocket powered um, right. motorcycle. Uh, that sounds uh, dangerous. He... <laughs> a little bit. Crash. Did he have a parachute? <laughs> uh, I think that on that one the parachute deployed early, so I think oh. he parachuted away and the rocket shot out from under him. If I'm <laughs> <laughs> That's the best. Oh, wow. uh, and the Shark Tank, he like. He like clipped the side of the shark tank and uh, broke a couple of legs or something. Broke the shark. Uh, I don't he think released, the shark. He released the shark. On he the did not audience. release the shark. And the crowd scattered because there's a land shark. Land shark. He broke, he broke three legs. Land worm. So Aaron gets the point. These are evil Knievel. Yay. Good job, Aaron. Good, good job, Aaron. Good job. Excellent guess. Excellent answer. Oh, See, this is when this movie gets good. They're all shooting stuff at each other. Yeah. yeah. What's happening? <laughs> it's just, but you can tell that like David's heart is not in this action stuff. Like, you can tell that this is the least interesting stuff. To yeah, the other things. He likes, are what the, well. he likes the conversations between people. Yeah. The weird. It just, he likes, just he likes setting like, a mood. You know. It just feels like his heart is not in any of this stuff. Yeah, like, my, my heart is also not in sandworms. <laughs> what they've learned, I think, is that the sandworms are the source of the spice uh, that yeah. they've that fighting over all along. Who's going to control like worm poop that makes the spice? It may be something like that, yeah. Oh. Wait for my brother. She's being all creepy and weird because she can see the future. Because she was in, she was in Jessica's womb when Jessica drank the water of life earlier, so she inherited all of these weird powers because uh, Jessica was pregnant when she drank the water. It was weird. I thought that something bad had happened. I like when I say the plot of baby. the movie and to just dead silence. To just a general indifference. <laughs> Good choice for a movie. <laughs> Do we know? I mean, obviously there's stuff that got I mean, we did pick because... this movie on the fly. So yeah. like, yeah, give yeah, me some yeah. more. And I think we've learned that when we're doing this, watching movies that we don't necessarily like over movies we do like is a bad choice. No, but the thing is, I would I, I would have said, hey, I remember seeing that. That's an interesting movie. Yeah, I'll, I'll go for it. I'll promote I, it. I, I don't know. It's an interesting I movie. I think this, I like this movie. Oh, I think for something that I'm just like jumping in, this is wild and something I no, normally wouldn't see. So I'm, I'm down for it. I'm just yeah. like... It's it is a, definitely not what they, what I think Dio De Laurentiis okay. hoped for when they hired. <laughs> oh, Jesus. look at her! He doesn't she have just three nipples out, anymore. She just yanked out her nipple, his nipple pipes, and stabbed him with her little finger. <laughs> and now he's, and, uh, 
It's so <laughs> crazy. She's like, I'll take care of this problem, brother. <laughs> I feel like this movie would be a lot better if I was actually on the spice right now. <laughs> on spice would definitely help for sure. That's the only way to truly know what's happening. Right? But you know, there they were goes. hoping for they were hoping for Oh, uh, right in the mouth hole. Oh. Yeah, right, right down the mouth. They were hoping for the next Star Wars, Star Wars, you know, and instead they get this weird two and a half hour long sort of like slow moving contemplative movie. Treatise <laughs> on the imperialism. Of- not at all, I think, what they were hoping for. And uh, not only did the critics hate it, the people didn't like it either. So should we play the Let's box office game? We're at yes. the end of the movie, basically, right? Mm. He's won. <laughs> They won the war. Oh yeah, where reverse the pug? Does he? The little boy is holding the pug. Oh. Okay, it's a good movie then. That makes me happy to know that they didn't forget about the dog. Oh yeah, holding the pug. Oh, that's nice. He didn't. David Lynch didn't forget about the dog. Yeah. They that continuity editor well paid. Yeah, somebody was paying attention. Like somebody was like, "We need to pay off the dog at the end, so <laughs> the dog is okay. People will be upset." <laughs> they had real values, right? They they. Oh, there's actually one more big thing that has to happen: yes. is he has to fight Sting. Yep, <laughs> he has to fight Sting. Yeah. Oh man. So they've won the war, but. The, the so that's the emperor, and the emperor is still technically in charge. And Kyle McLaughlin's telling him, "Look, we're in charge here now, and you need to take your your jackbooted thugs and get out of here." And uh, he's like, "Your weird mind tricks don't work on me, lady. I'm a Jedi now." He's basically a Jedi now, uh, like. Yeah. So now he has to fight. Uh, he has to fight Sting for. I remember your gob jabber. Yeah. <laughs> Cut your g- jibber jabber. <laughs> <laughs> I like when he says, I remember your gom jabber. <laughs> Makes me laugh. You can see why they had to hand out a glossary to, to people. I, think. I know. I was just going to look up gom jabber. What the hell's a gom jabber? <laughs> Let me tell you. So Kyle's, Kyle's, what Kyle's saying is, I'll fight Sting, and whoever wins uh, gets to be the... Oh, you're right, man. He does have a mullet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A bald mullet. I love it. <laughs> I never noticed that before. He's full going full Benjamin Franklin now. <laughs> so yeah, sure. Oh damn. <laughs> yeah, it's drums? the future because they have squid like pyramid drums, weird triangle drums. Yeah. <laughs> At least they're not five five sided triangles. Oh, I see the Mentat survived to the end, too. Good for him. I guess he tortured that cat for long enough. Yeah. Oh, get his finger. That's not cool. That's That's, a foul. That's dirty pool right there, mister. It's like, well, he just kicked him in the nuts. Uh, I kicked him in the corset. (laughs) Kicked him in the cod piece. Kicked him right in the corset, you guys. Yeah, I want to imagine Sting is still wearing that cod piece underneath that suit. I oh, think he, yeah. I think it's part of it, right? Because it's the exact same. <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> I 
think it's oh, man. <laughs> yes. So, uh, Aaron, would you prefer Sting over uh, Kyle McLaughlin? Uh, over Patrick Stewart. <laughs> there you go for an FMK. Ooh. Yeah. All right. Let's play the box office game. Yeah. Uh, this movie came out on December 14th, uh, 1984. So it was a Christmas movie. It was a Christmas movie. Imagine putting this out in the holiday season oh. and, and being like, <laughs> Here's a oh, fun movie Jesus. for the whole family to go and see uh, or uh, during your Christmas break. Ugh. Oh, ripped him right to bits. Look at that. Jeez. Put he doesn't even need the thing anymore. He can just do it with his voice. 1984? December yes. what? Imagine December putting 14, this movie out at Christmas time and being right. like, hey, everybody, here's a fun <laughs> movie for you all to go and see at Christmas. <laughs> Full of weird pus-filled sores <laughs> Pus, yeah. and you know goop and worms. Yeah. Like, who wouldn't want to go and see this over the holiday season? It's the most wonderful time of the year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it opened at number two, eight oh, million dollars. Wow. It would go on over the course of its run to make a total of. 31, which on a $45 million budget Ooh, is bad. not good. It that's was a bad, a disastrous flop. Uh, it was a big flop. Nobody liked it. Opened at number two. Number one is a big, successful action comedy that, that kind of made the guy, the lead of it into a superstar. Eddie was Murphy. That's correct. And what's the movie? Beverly Hills Cop. Beverly Hills Cop. Yep. That was oh. you guys. That, that one, you got easy. They get harder from here. I'm sure. <laughs> Some of these movies I had to look up. Uh, number two uh, was Dune. Number right. three is a buddy cop comedy starring two big, huge stars. Um, Nick Nolte. It's not Nick Nolte. Oh, damn. Um, it, it's a, and it's also a period piece. It's set in the 30s. Oh. I had forgotten this movie existed. Uh, Buddy Cop, 30s. It's, mm. it's two big stars. It's, I'm sure they thought this movie was going to be a big hit, and instead it just kind of uh, doesn't exist. Hooch. <laughs> Hooch was such a big star of comedy. Uh Uh, I'm sure you guys, I'm. You could guess. I keep saying, but I got nothing. Does it help if I say it's Clint Eastwood is one of the two? No. No. Oh, it's the one with him and Burt Reynolds. That's it. Do you remember what it's called? Heat. It's called City Heat. You got it. Wow. Clint Eastwood and. Burt Reynolds. Wow. Okay. I know the movie never never knew it was supposed to be a buddy cop film. I yeah, I think like, well, I think one's a cop and one's a private detective or something uh, like that. Something but it's a buddy. It's a buddy. buddy. Um, I can remember this movie like I can I feel like I can remember seeing it at like Blockbuster, sure. you know? Like yeah, yeah. but never I don't think I've ever seen it. Pretty sure. No, I've never, I've never seen, it. seen it. Um, number 4. At the box office. Oh, Dune's over. Yeah, I like the credits. 
When I, I, was, I wasn't paying attention because I was doing box office. I missed my favorite part in the whole movie, which is when little Alicia Witt goes, he is the Quetzalcoatlrock. <laughs> and that's the end of the movie. It's like, okay. <laughs> Weird way to end it there, David, but whatever you say. Very savior complexy. All right, number four. Uh, number four is a sequel, a long, a, a much longer after, since the first film, like a, a long gestating sequel to a a very very successful science fiction movie. Um, well, it's too early for Back to the Future. It's the it's the first. It's the sequel. This is the sequel to a movie that came out like 16 years earlier. And it's a sci-fi film? It's a, the sequel to 2001? It is. It's 2010. Oh. Yeah. Year We Make Contact, which is a pretty good movie, I think. Uh, I think it gets it has sort of a bad rap because people compare it to the first one, which is one of the most... Famous sure. science fiction movies of all time, but I actually think 2010 is pretty good. Uh, Roy Scheider's in it. It's a good movie. Anybody else ever seen it? Never seen it. <laughs> Don't remember it. No. I think I was turned off by like how big 2001 was, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't think I can handle the next one. It's actually pretty good. It's not. It's not as good as the first one, obviously, but it's it's a good movie on its own. Number five is a another period piece. It's about uh, it's set in the thirties. It's about jazz music. Is that uh, Harlem Nights? No. Hmm. <laughs> Tootsie, all that jazz. Mm, best guess right there. Richard Gere is the main character in it. Um, Chicago. No. Doctor D and the Women. Mm, Francis Ford Coppola directed I've it. Seen this film? It's called <laughs> The Cotton Club. The Cotton Club. Oh. And you know what? Here's the funniest thing. You say Cotton Club and City Heat. I remember when I saw The Cotton Club in the theater. Yeah. As I was coming out, the theater next to it was having a screening, like a, a preview weekend of City Heat. Uh huh. <laughs> I oddly wow. remember that. That's funny. Uh, number six is a very sweet science fiction movie about an alien who comes to Earth. It's not E.T. So he's a grown-up alien. Oh, Starman. It's Starman, yeah. Good movie. John Carpenter's Starman. John Carpenter, right? Yeah, like, it's that's a really good movie. I like that movie a lot. Yep. He gets Karen Allen pregnant, and then he does. It's kind of a movie about uh, a guy who shows up and knock, <laughs> knocks up right. a lady and then abandons her. He's the Captain Kirk <laughs> of Mars. <laughs> Seriously, he, like, he shows it. up, he gets her pregnant, and then he goes back to outer space. Like, bye. <laughs> no, Jeff Bridges. Yeah, did it's they, Jeff Bridges. Did they make a sequel, Star Boy? Or like Star Girl? <laughs> they did Star not. Baby? No. They, they should have. Uh, number seven is The Terminator. Number eight is Runaway. Sean, have you ever seen Runaway? That's with, the uh, Burt Reynolds. Uh, no, it's Tom Selleck. Oh, Tom Selleck. That's <laughs> the one where the bullets are like. Yes. 
he it's a it's a sci-fi thing with Kurt with uh, Tom Selleck. Gene Simmons from Kiss is the bad guy in it. Kirstie Alley. Uh, I've never seen it. I know of the film. Uh, I was I liked it a lot as a kid. I I bet it's terrible, but I I really That's I was the kind really of film you would love you'd love as a kid. I mean, yeah. yeah. Number nine is something I've never heard of a, Mer- a Meryl Streep Robert De Niro movie called Falling in Love, which I've never. Um, <laughs> are they that. falling in love? Uh, I believe they fall in love in that movie. Yes. Oh. Number ten is a uh, action movie starring sort of a B level maybe even C-level action star, uh, sort of a Rambo knockoff. Uh, is, it, is it a Van Damme movie? No, oh, it's a few, it's a little early for Van Damme. Is it like a Dolph Lundgren? No, it's, it's got the same plot, essentially, as First Blood Part 2. It's got the essentially the same plot. Uh, that's why I call it a Rambo knockoff. It's, it's about a guy who goes to Vietnam and is it like Chuck Norris or something. It's Chuck Norris. Do you remember the name of the movie? Missing in action. Missing in action. Wow. Um, Norris yeah. goes to Vietnam to rescue American POWs who have been held there since the end of the war. A lot of revenge on Vietnam movies in the well, mid eighties. Yeah, a lot of people were taking their revenge right on your there. on your people. How does that make you feel, there, man? Hey, that's just what happened. Part of history. Did it make uh, you feel good when you were living here and seeing all these films? Uh, I don't know if I made the connection because I don't. Back then, uh, I don't. Uh, yeah, have, 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 yeah. Yeah. Uh, because I actually don't have any memories of Vietnam. Sure. Know, so I think I was too young when I left there to be like, oh, that's that's home, or that's where I came from, or what whatnot. <clears throat> so yeah, no no connections. Um. You did a good job. I, I was Sean. I was. I, I, some of those I was like, I don't know. I don't even know. I, 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 I would never have gotten. I would have never gotten City Heat or Cotton Club had you not given me that copious clues. Uh, I, the actor gave them away for those. That's cool. Game Sounds like we did it, guys. Yeah. You guys want to guess what the IMDb rating of Dune is? <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to guess that it's like 5.2. 5.7. Anybody Four else? Seven. Four seven. Nah. <laughs> That's what no. it gets. Yeah. Its average score is meh. Yeah. Aaron? Uh, six. 6.5. Oh, wow. That's higher than I would have thought. Yeah. You know, the lynch bros go on there and pump up its numbers. All those famous, all those Lynch bros out there. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure sure the obscure art of David Lynch really appeals to bros. (laughs) Every year, like clockwork, I rewatch all of Twin Peaks, and then I create a new account on IMDb to (laughs) upvote the the score on Dune. The tradition. I am in the sloggy part of my Twin Peaks uh, rewatch right now. In the in the gap in season two, right after they solve the murder and before uh, it gets good again towards before the it end, gets really weird. I mean that slog in the in mm-hmm. the back half of season two. I'm just trying to get my way through it, sure, so I can get to season three where I belong. 
Okay, then. Well, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, this has been an experience. I don't know. <laughs> I'm having a hard time in my head picturing what these episodes are going to sound like when they're... Uh, when they're... I, have a, I have a pretty clear picture. It's a, lot of, <laughs> it's a lot of only connect. I, I know that much. Um, please go to iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts to rate, review, and subscribe. You can email us at warpthepodcast at gmail.com. And you can follow us on Instagram at Warp the Podcast. Our merchandise is at Lunar underscore Flare. We are on Twitter at Warped Trek. You can follow me at Host Warped. You can follow Min to learn about our Dungeons and Dragons and Call of Cthulhu podcasts and live streams at Wet Maynard. You can f- go to Patreon.com. Most importantly of all, go to Patreon.com slash Warped. Give us money. A subscriber and gain access to additional content and bonus episodes. Next week, Season 3, Episode 1. We're back into the next generation next back week. Back to Star Trek, folks. It's a whoopee episode, Aaron. There was a time, there was a time when you guys would would have would have been disappointed about going back into Star Trek. But now, now that you've seen the alternatives that are out there, now that you've seen Dune, Next Generation's looking pretty fucking good right now, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> we think Captain Picard should grow his hair out like he did in this movie, oh, but other yeah. than that, I don't agree with that. All good and too. I disagree. I didn't get enough of that look. It was no cruel intentions, am I right? That is true. Yeah, this was no the cat from outer space. It is a whoopee episode. Um, (laughs) And Gates is back. Yep, we get Doctor Crusher back. Hooray! I look forward to that. Uh, And until next week, my name is Matt. I'm Sean. I'm Jake. Aaron. Anyway, I'm a. Thank you for listening and good night.